0: Hello, everybody, back again with QI Punks. Uh, This is the Data is Revolting, episode four. Today, we're going to talk about how to know when you're actually making improvement within your system. Uh, And I'm learning a ton as I go this is kind of one of my own little improvement projects is running this podcast uh and so i'm learning a lot as i go along and trying to make things better i had no idea how difficult this was going to be um but it's pretty exciting and we'll talk a little bit more about improvement as we get into this episode if you graph the numbers of any system patterns emerge Seventy-two. Simple mathematics. Work at eight, dude. I got hundred forty-one and two-thirds chance. Yeah. i the around, The numbers don't lie. Q I. All right, episode four. Still here. Still doing this thing. uh At least more, or at least eight more episodes left in this thing. I think I'll leave that mistake in. Um, I. Sort of like look at my mistakes from time to time, helps remind me that perfection's not the goal; better's the goal. So today we're going to talk about how do you know when something's better. Uh, this is kind of the last real mathematical piece that we're doing here uh, before we get into actual improvement. Uh, I think it's really important to have kind of the math part out of the way before getting into the actual improvement ideas because starting with episode five when we get into how do we make changes, what do we want to change, how do you pick what you want to do to try to make your system better, it comes really fast at that point and so trying to pick the math up once things are moving is a little bit tough and the math that underscores all of this can get kind of complicated. There's a lot of theory and a lot of statistics behind what we're talking about so far with like common cause variation and the special cause variation stuff and then today with how do you know something um, is getting better if you're really interested in the math on that i can point you at resources to get a little deeper understanding of what drives it uh, but for like real down and, d- and dirty um, improvement science you don't need a ton of theoretical mathematical understanding you don't even need that much mathematical skill you can do a lot of this run chart stuff on a piece of paper uh, and i've been showing you some of the projects that i've worked on where i did just that i was i was hand drawing graphs and and putting things onto a, a thing you know, count by individuals um, and add in some track stuff and and do some basic medians calculation like we talked about in episodes three, uh, both parts one and two. So hopefully by now, if you're interested in this, you've picked something. You are counting numbers on a daily basis, weekly basis, whatever it is. You're plotting them down onto a graph. You're starting to track those things over time so that you can look at variation. And then once you've got 12 points, you can get a median And that shows you what that system is currently producing Uh, and if you look at the instagram pictures on this uh, post you'll see a couple of ones it's the ones i keep posting Um, we've got my you know brad's got a potty mouth and needs to swear less project which was a ton of fun uh and then there's some of the diversion data stuff where you can see what that system was doing what that median was so if you take a look at your system whatever it is that you're counting and you find your median now you get to make the decision is that good enough If your account is something that is a positive attribute and you look at it and say, I think that should be higher, I actually want to raise that. Or if you look at something that's a negative attribute and say, like for instance, the cursing thing, that's maybe a little too much swears all day long and I want to bring that down, you're going to start trying stuff and you're going to have to know when the data is telling you that an improvement got made. You also really need to understand when the data isn't telling you that. We've talked about a little bit, we, I, uh, currently it's just me on this thing. Um, I've talked a lot about, you know, the constellations. You go outside, you look up at the stars, and we see constellations. Um, most of the civilizations that came before us looked up at the sky and said, oh, that, that looks like our, our history and our myths and our stories and the things that we tell ourselves. And they drew pictures up there, despite the fact that those stars have nothing to do with each other. So we're really hardwired to find patterns. Um, it's totally understandable that we do this. It's what's kept us safe over hundreds and thousands of years of, uh, you know, whether we were this way on earth or we evolved this way that's how we stayed safe by observing patterns and seeing them which is great it's healthy in a lot of ways but when we get into some of the data like we're talking about within systems you can really get fooled by things Um, and so the the second picture on the instagram post for today um, has a couple of uh, of false trends they're actually not real trends they mean absolutely nothing Most of the things people will present to you that have two or three data points on them don't mean anything. Two to three data points, if you look at them in a row, mean absolutely nothing. So you'll see, you know, two points going up maybe it was 2 days ago and then yesterday and then today and someone goes ah look we got a trend if it was getting better every day we go we've got a trend of improvement and if it wasn't getting better every day we go ooh wow we've got this massive downward trend we don't like that um means totally nothing um we'll have setbacks 2 days ago it was it was good Yesterday, it was even better. And then today, it's just a bummer of a number. Ah, we've had this giant setback. Means nothing. Uh, Rebounds. Uh, Two days ago, it was okay. Yesterday, it was bad. Today, we're back on a good path. Today's number was great. We've had a a good rebound from poor performance. Means absolutely nothing. Two to three data points tell you everything absolutely nothing. Um, the other thing that sometimes you'll find, we talked about the coin flipping episode or exercise where you take a bunch of people, put them in a room, have them flip a coin 50 times, say how many times did they get heads? And people go, oh, well, you know, the numbers are all over the place, but let's group these folks out. Let's look at the top 25% and the bottom 25%, or the top 10% and the bottom 10%. But it doesn't mean anything just because you got a 32 flipping those coins doesn't mean you did anything different than anybody else that was doing that. We spend a lot of time separating things into these top 10%, top 25%, bottom 10%, bottom 25%. You know, the people who need PIPs, if you work in healthcare or EMS like I do, um, you know, the, the people that we really have to go after, the ones that we need to assign to mentors. But if you take any data set and it's normal data, all you have is common cause variation. There's nothing that stands out different from the process. 20, the top 25% of numbers are the top 25%. It means nothing. There will always be a bottom 25%. There will always be a worst performer and a best performer. You put all those people in a room to flip coins. Someone's going to get the highest number and someone's going to get the lowest. And it doesn't mean anything. So we can save ourselves a lot of time by understanding that and really focusing on what matters. Um, The other thing that I absolutely get driven nuts by is uh, stoplight charts. So... Uh, you'll look at a a set of metrics, maybe in a system, uh, and, you know, tracking clinical metrics for an EMS system, maybe response time standards, things like that. And for things that meet an arbitrarily defined goal, we put them in green things that are close, but not quite, they, they get made yellow. And if they're far enough away from an arbitrary goal, we make them red. So we have this huge stoplight chart of numbers. None of us, none of it means anything. Tells us nothing about performance. So putting those things down and starting to do what we've been talking about, counting them, plotting things over time, looking at them in their natural time sequence so that we can start to see variation, start to have an understanding of how these numbers vary is really, really important. So now that you have your chart going, your run chart with 12 points and a median, you can look at that as you change something and you're looking for two really specific criteria. One thing that would indicate that you've got an actual change, an actual improvement, would be if six of those dots in a row go up or go down. So not two or three like we talked about Uh, earlier, but six data points in a row going up or six data points in a row going down. That means you've had a change in your system. You've actually improved or, or I guess you could have made performance worse um, if it's something good and it's going down, but you probably haven't. So you've made a change to your system. This is also a really rare finding. It's really, really rare to have six data points going up or going down in a row Um, totally possible. It it is a a thing that indicates a change, but it's really unlikely to see that. What you're more likely to see, and if you look at the curse reduction chart that I've got on there, um, the full one, I had shown kind of a partial one with how I'd gotten my median earlier. And then I've got some extra data. I tried a few things. And next episode, we'll talk about how to to figure out what to try. So I tried some stuff to see if I can improve on that. And you can see in that chart, um, at one point, there is eight uh, data points below my median. So eight days in a row, I had less cursing than my median. So those eight data points, either above or below your median, indicate that you've changed your process. Your common cause variation has changed, still has variation. It's still more on some days and less on others. It bounces back and forth, but the range that it's doing that in is you know either lower or higher. In the case of cursing, thankfully, it got lower. Um, I probably could have picked some stuff that would have made me curse more every day, and there were certainly days I cursed more than others, um, but the median shifted. So those median shifts... Eight points above, eight points below, or also possible, but a lot less rare or, yeah, a lot less frequent um, would be six in a row going up or six in a row going down. Those are your signs that you've made something better within your system it's really, really simple. It's really, really easy, but it takes a lot of focus. Um, I've had a bunch of projects where there's some things I track daily and for like six days in a row, it's below the median and I go, oh, we made a change. All right. Um, And then day seven comes out and it's right back above the median and go, darn, we were, we were close, but we weren't quite there. Uh, It wasn't actual, actual change in performance. Um, Or, you know, you get five or six in a row and you go, yes, 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 yes. We're almost there. And then uh, the next one's back. the median and that's okay um, but just sort of understanding how that variation works and what a real change in performance looks like. It is not year-over-year charts. It is definitely not pie charts. Uh, It is definitely not stoplight design algorithms. And it's not two or three data points that we react to. Um, Think about this the next time you hear stock market data. And they talk a lot about the percentage change between yesterday and today. And really, if we were to look at that stock market and put it on a run chart, put 12 days of market close data in a row and see if there was any change for that week. My guess is it shows common cause variation almost universally uh, if we were to track that over time. And it's only if we have eight days in a row above the median or eight days in a row below the median or six days in a row continuously improving or six days in a row continuously declining that actually mean anything. Um, If we start looking at data this way, and we start having this understanding of what real improvement is, what real improvement looks like, and what a real system change looks like, we can spend a whole lot less of our emotional energy and our time and our effort responding to things that don't mean anything. Um, It's good for your psyche, but if you're a leader within an EMS system, or if you're A frontline worker in an EMS system, and you're having things brought to you every day. Respond to this, react to this, pay attention to this. Use your limited, finite time and energy on one of these topics. Having an understanding that it means nothing and you can ignore it frees you up. And now you can start using your time and energy as a leader, as a frontline worker, as a supervisor, as a manager to. Focus your time on things that really make a difference, that really have you building better system performance. And we're going to start talking about generating ideas for those on our next episode. So, if you're enjoying this, let me know. Drop me a line. Uh, let me know what works, what doesn't work. Uh, I'm looking to learn. I want to improve my performance as a person putting information out about, you know, data improvement. Um, and then hopefully soon here, also starting to do some interviews with uh, with EMS leaders. So, uh, until next time, hope you're well and. Keep improving stuff.